Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. We have with us Associate Hannah Garcia to talk about, uh, recap the short holiday week and also get ahead of what's going on uh, as we approach uh, the week of November 28th. Welcome to the show, Hannah. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. So we're recording this on Wednesday, the 23rd. Office is closing in about 40 minutes. Looking forward to that. I know you are, Hannah. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about let's talk about the week. So we had some news yesterday from the Austin Chamber. Uh, Laura Huffman, their CEO, uh, announced her her retirement, her, her her departure, which takes effect on December December thirty first. She joined the chamber in April of twenty twenty in the, the, the onset of the onset of the pandemic. Um, any thoughts there? Um, I'm excited to see what she's going to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, she was with Kirk Watson back whenever he was in. Um, still at the um, city hall. So, you know, depending on if he wins, maybe she joins him. Mm-hmm. Um, just she with was, the work she's done with the chamber, I'm excited to see where she's going next. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, in uh, former, she had a former role. She was an assistant city manager, I believe when uh, Senator Watson was mayor of Austin. So more to come on that. And, uh, you know, we have week ahead. So councils can be active as they approach their final, uh, the, the 2022 council's final meetings. I uh, want to go into that some. Yeah, so we've got three meetings of council slated for next week. So it's pretty busy week for them in their final days and winding down. Um, so, you know, on the 29th, we've got a work session where they'll be, you know, briefing on the Palm District plan as well as the development of city-owned land. And real um, quick on that note, so the Palm District, this has been in the works. I mean, I think the talks around this definitely predate. It goes over several council cycles, maybe even before 10-1. Yeah, um, yeah. The Palm District, I mean, it includes it's in it's in D9 um, mm-hmm. borders. I think for those from Austin, this is the the area right around. I mean, it, it kind of is adjacent to Rainy Street. It's adjacent to where the IHOP used to be on a on on the frontage road of 35 and um, Cesar Chavez. Yeah, I think the, the IHOP's still there. Yeah, yeah, I remember that back in the day. So, but the whole district and just I mean, it's definitely you know strong a strong significance to Austin's Hispanic community and a lot you know, the disposition that the disposition that property rather has been um you know it's been in the works for several several years now so interesting to see what they have to say about that yeah and on the development of city-owned land you know with the the bond that just passed we've got 350 million dollars mm-hmm. coming in to um you know, provide affordable housing for the city. So, you know, on the development of city-owned land, I'm interested to see if they'll be addressing that, you know, mm-hmm. starting to plan out some stuff. I want to give a shout out to, so this is Prop A, the city's uh, $350 million affordable housing bond. Our very own Larissa Quintana, one of our associates, was served as the cam- campaign manager for that bond. Uh, and then most recently, she was also campaign manager for District 2 Councilwoman Vanessa Fuentes. So congrats to her. Uh, we, we did a shout out to her last week on the socials, but I just want to highlight that too. Yeah, great work. All right, great. And then we have the regular council meeting on Thursday, the December 1st. Yeah, so um, that's also going to be a pretty heavy meeting. I'm expecting that to go long into the night, but um, we've got some land development code updates on there. So, um, you know, residential and commercial will be item number 55. Um, that's just going to allow residential use in commercially zoned areas. And this is likely to pass. You know, the community um, was worried about the notice. The notice was very, very vague. It just said, you know, updates to Title 25 potentially. And so there was a big, I think, 
you know, uproar about the understanding of the code, mm-hmm. as well as you know, translations. And, you know, the Spanish translations, once again, they're Google Translate for the most part, I believe. And so, um, you know, just because the city does not have the bandwidth to do that right now, because they've got so much going on. Understandably, too. Yeah, yeah. And so um, there was a lot of of, you know, com- the community was worried about, you know, the notice and the understanding of the code and the amount of time they had to understand it. But even with that, um, I think this is likely to pass. The city has done more outreach to those community members. And so um, residential and commercial is likely to pass. And that's going to, um, you know, provide more housing capacity for the city, which will be great. And then item number 56, that's going to be that parking compatibility requirements. And so mm-hmm. and just to recap on compatibility, compatibility is just um, um, height requirements and height um I guess, restrictions near single family homing and single family housing. And um, council's proposal would relax compatibility along those major streets and transit corridors in hopes of making more housing in those places. Um, Planning Commission talked about it last Tuesday. They recommended broader changes um, than what council proposed, just because I think there's an understanding that, you know, getting into the weeds and allowing like, you know, certain heights on these specific corridors and then not allowing it on other specific corridors, you know, would just make our already very, very complex land development code even more complex. Mm-hmm. And, you know, city staff who's already under a lot of stress just with the level of development and the level of, you know, just things going on in the city. I think they're worried about that just because, you know, we're trying to build housing quickly and, you know, having to dive into the code and sit there and stare at it for 20 minutes until you finally understand it is not something that I think city staff has the capacity to do. And so um, they're not, rec- city staff especially is not recommending um, the pro- this to be approved as written. They're arguing once again that these changes are going to do little to increase housing capacity and just would further um, make this more complex than it already is. So, you know, this is Mayor Adler and um, Councilwoman Alter's um, amendment. So, you know, I'm sure they're going to be supporting it, but I do think we're going to see um, a pretty, pretty uh, rough debate on that, on that diet. Vigorous debate. Vigorous debate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love those. Yeah. Love those. Uh, and then yeah, we had the uh, eight or Austin Economic Development Corp- Corporation uh, items as well. Yeah. So there's two items on here, 38 and 48. Um, or just 38, excuse me, about um, city manager to develop modifications to certain requirements, program requirements in the economic development agreements for small businesses, as well as just him doing better coordination with other economic development cor- economic development corporations in the surrounding areas. So that's going to be great for small businesses, as well as just, you know, adding more um, economic attraction within the city. So I'm excited to see that. Um, you know, Austin's really known for a lot of its like quirky little small businesses. And so um, it's always fun walking around and seeing those. While they last, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and then so tying also on Thursday, December 1st, kicks off run- the the early voting for runoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. For those who are aware of those, we have, we have four races that um, extended past the November 8th uh, general election, including the mayor's race, District 3, sorry, yeah, District 3, District 5 and District 9. So early voting will vote. And those, this will be in our show notes, but early voting starts December December 1st and goes to the 9th with the election day being on December 13th. We'll have a, you know, check out our election, runoff election guide as well in the show notes. And then also next week marks the second of two or, or second of two council meetings left in the year. We, we have one on the first and then one on December 8th. Uh, the 2023 council calendar is already available. We'll have that in the show notes as well. Hannah, anything else to add before we close out? 
Um, no, everyone have a safe and happy Thanksgiving now. All right. Take care. All right, bye.